welcome to the first episode of Created to Thrive. I'm your host, Lori Snyder, and I am so honored that you're here. This project has been on my heart for many years, and I'm finally in a position to where I can release it. So welcome. And if you are hungry to go deeper in your relationship with God and go to a new level in your faith journey, then you, my friend, are in the right place because past 14 years, I have been teaching God's word in a very practical way to disciple and mentor women. And as a result, I have seen countless lives transformed, marriages redeemed, healings, miracles, all of it. And so I want to share biblical truths in this podcast to help you understand how to read your Bible how to confidently hear God, to connect with Him on a deeper level, to understand your identity and authority in Christ, that's a big one, and really partner with the Holy Spirit to live empowered with purpose and on purpose. So before we get started in this first episode, I really just want to share more about who I am and my background so you could understand where I'm coming from and if you want to spend time listening. So I did not grow up in the church and didn't become a Christian until I was an adult. I grew up in Michigan in the country next door to my grandparents' farm in East Lansing area. I love the outdoors and freedom to spend time in the woods running around and I learned how to drive all kinds of vehicles. It was a lot of fun. Raised on a farm, I was a self-starter, and I knew the value of hard work and performance. I was very used to setting goals and achieving them. I was a Division I collegiate track and field athlete. Then I graduated early from college to start my career in the greater Pittsburgh area, not knowing anyone. I started my own branch office with Cutco. Yep, Cutco Knives. And I recruited and trained sales reps to sell Cutco directly. And then I went on to become an award-winning sales professional with a contact lens manufacturer. So needless to say, I was an achiever. And when it became, um, or when I became a Christian after I was married, I tried to apply the same principles to achieve spiritual growth. It was all about my effort to read my Bible consistently, go to church, serve, attend the Bible studies, you know, all of the things, but yet I didn't see very much growth or transformation in my life, and it caused me to be frustrated and confused and disheartened and really always being aware of my sins. See, the problem was I was focused on myself and not the finished work of Jesus in his death, burial, and resurrection and living out of response to that. See, I got scared into heaven as a young adult because I didn't want to go to hell. Growing up, I had attended church a few times with friends, but only heard about how holy God was and how much of a sinner I was and that I was going to hell. (laughs) I never heard the gospel, which is the good news of Jesus's finished work on the cross, his grace and mercy towards me. You know, it says in, in Romans that the, the gospel is the power unto God, unto salvation for those who believe. I didn't even understand what salvation was, except I didn't want to go to hell. 
So it was actually my husband who led me to believe in Jesus shortly after we got married. He had become a Christian and asked me if I was saved, and I had no clue what that was. So he began to share the gospel with me. I didn't want to go to hell, so I accepted this invitation to believe and accept Jesus. Now, I would love to say that I had an amazing encounter with the love of God and that my life dramatically changed, but that's not my testimony. Rather, I made Jesus my Savior, but it was more about fire insurance than anything else. I knew I wasn't going to hell, but I didn't know Him, and I just knew stories about Him, and I was still striving and trying to live a Christian life according to the world's way, performance. It really wasn't until we moved to St. Louis, Missouri, a couple years later, after we were married, that we got plugged into a church, and I had my first real encounter with God, actually on a mountain. I'll tell you about that in a second. But how we found our church in St. Louis is quite funny. Um, My husband and I were basketball players, and so since we didn't know anyone in St. Louis, we decided we'd find a church that offered basketball. So I picked a church out of the yellow pages called, spoke to the pastor's wife, and sure enough, the pastors and staff played basketball, so we started attending. We instantly got connected with them, and at the time, I hadn't found a new job yet because I had to change uh, careers when we moved to St. Louis because of my husband's career. So I was actually able to chaperone for them on this Colorado hiking trip. So I spent eight days with our pastor and wife and four other adults as a chaperone for 20 high school students from eastern Missouri. Now, for those who grew up in the church, this would be equivalent to my first camp experience, although we were in the Colorado Rocky Mountains. (laughs) But I saw something different in these kids that I was envious of. They had a true joy and authentic love for Jesus, and I wanted that. After a short time, we started um, growing, but my husband was promoted and we moved to Denver and then to Phoenix and then to Grand Rapids. So as a side note, I have been moving pretty much most of my adult life. In fact, as of today, I have moved 22 times in the past 31 years, living in six states. (laughs) People say I'm a trans uh, transition and moving expert. So our moves were because of Fred's career primarily. So no, he's not in the military, but rather climbing the corporate ladder. Most recent move was a year ago to the Tampa Bay, Florida area. And I'm thrilled to say that I traded in my snow boots for flip-flops. Woohoo! All right, back to my spiritual growth journey. I'm like a sprinkler, just so you know, and I can cover a lot of ground and I will eventually get back to my point. So hang with me. Are there any other sprinklers out there? Thank you. All right. It wasn't until the end of 2005 that really my life dramatically changed. At that point, my husband Fred and I, we'd been married for 13 years. And in those 13 years, we moved 11 times. And we had a lot of issues. Not only did I struggle with all of our moves and having to start over, I dealt with infertility for four years. And I felt like a failure. 
And we had a lot of problems and strongholds. That will be for another podcast. But my identity was in my career. And when I finally did get pregnant, I had to be on bed rest. So that was a big challenge. But it was all about the birth of my twin boys. And as after I had given birth, I actually left my six-figure career to be a stay-at-home mom. And within two years after that, we moved five more times and lived in three different states. Yeah, we were a total mess, but we covered it up well. We looked good on the outside, but inwardly, we were destroyed. We looked the part, did the part. We were doing all of the Christian disciplines. Like I said, read the Bible, go to church, tithe, serve, do Bible studies, small groups. But we didn't know how to do the heart work that it took to allow for uh, authentic transformation to take place. And honestly, we were in denominational churches that didn't make it feel safe for you to be open and honest to get help. We lived Hosea 4.6, which says, God's people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. You know, we wanted to change. We just didn't know how or where to get help. So it really wasn't until October of 2005 when everything came crashing down. My husband said he was tired of living a lie and wanted a divorce. You know, ironically, it was Halloween when people were putting masks on and we were finally taking our facade off. But while it was shocking, it wasn't surprising to me as we had been roommates at best for years. So we separated and he filed for divorced, or divorce. And I was devastated. I cried out for God to be my greatest reality and to heal my broken heart and to make me whole. I had twin boys that were three and I didn't know how to do life. So I was desperate. And again, I was already a believer, but I didn't understand how to receive God's unconditional love for me. I was trying to show God how much I loved Him doing all the things, and I knew God was love, but I didn't have my eyes open to that He is love and that I needed to receive His unconditional love for me so that we could have a deep and intimate relationship. I also didn't know my identity in Christ or anything about the power of the Holy Spirit. I was saved but stuck with all of the baggage and toxic thoughts and patterns. My soul was sick. So I don't know if you can relate to me, but that's where I was at. I was a Christian or a human doer versus a human being. I was doing all of the things, but I didn't know how to be. I was trying to approach it from an outward in. But God's order is that we be and then do. It's from the inside out. Ephesians 2.10 says that we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So we're created in Christ and then for good works. So we're to be identity-driven, not performance-driven. So in that time of separation, I began a journey of discovering God's unconditional love for me and responding by faith. 
So I know what it's like to struggle to, to live the Christian life. And I came to the end of myself to find the beginning of God. And I went through a heart journey of uh, forgiveness, getting rid of toxic thoughts and emotions. I saw a Christian counselor who we did a deep dive into uncover the issues of my heart because I didn't even know what they were or how to get healed from them. And then I also was involved with going to the uh, John G. Lake um, healing rooms of Grand Rapids, and there I received prayer and really got deliverance from all of the toxic thoughts and actually had physical healing in my body. And it was based on Third John 2 as a key scripture, which says, Beloved, above all else, I pray that you would prosper and be in health just as your soul prospers. And as my soul began to prosper, I actually had a physical healing in my body. I had polycystic ovarian syndrome, and so I didn't have a menstrual cycle. And from that day that I left that prayer room, I began having a menstrual cycle every month. And that's been over 16 years that I've had a monthly consistent menstrual cycle. So that's how much our soul is tied to our physical health. We'll be talking more about that in further episodes. So after six months, my husband and I really, I had radical change in my life, and my husband saw that, and he wanted that for himself. And so we did not get divorced. We ended those proceedings, and we started the reconciliation process, and that is a whole process in and of itself that I won't share today, but that's why my heart's desire is to have this podcast, because I know what it's like to live one way and to live a whole nother way. I know what it's like to struggle and try and survive, but God created us to thrive, to flourish, to prosper, to succeed in every aspect of our life. And that is why I want to share these biblical truths with you in a practical and simple way so you can then take them and apply them to your life. So fast forward uh, to 2011, my husband said that he wanted to become all who God created him to be, and he felt led to go to Bible college. That's another story again in and of itself. I have a lot of God stories for you. Um, so he left his executive career. He was a vice president with a major corporation. And in 2011, we sold our house in Grand Rapids, moved our kids and us out to Colorado Springs and attended Andrew Womack's Karis Bible College for two years, where we sat under the Word of God for two years, strictly the Bible. And we saw basically heaven on earth. We saw lives constantly transformed and healed. And just from sitting under the Word of God, you know, it's spirit and truth. And what that did was really change the dynamic of our marriage and our twin boys' future as well. So since we graduated in 2013, we actually felt led to move back to Grand Rapids, Michigan, where we started uh, discipling 
other people in what we had been given. You know, the Bible says that we're to uh, share with others the hope that is in us. And so that's what we started doing. My husband went back into uh, his executive career because he's called to marketplace ministry. And I started a discipleship uh, Bible study teaching for women in the area. So all of these teachings are going to come out of what I've been doing over the last 14 years and helping women get the Word of God in a way that helps them get set free to live the life and to become who God has created them to. And so that is my hopes or my heart's desire for you in this podcast. So if this resonated with you, I would love for you to like this and subscribe to this. I have a lot of goodness of God stories I'm going to be sharing because, you know, it's the goodness of God that leads one to repentance, to change the way they think, to change directions. So you're going to hear a lot of that, but you're going to hear biblical teachings. So it's the word that's going to transform and the spirit of God that's going to help set you free. So Until next time, I look forward to uh, helping you thrive in every area of life. God bless.